Lastly, we've, we, ah, damn it. You know what? We'll do it live. We'll do it fucking live. All right, so here we are. Last part, February 10th, part three. Here we go. AEW in 10 minutes or maybe less, maybe more. Right. So my biggest thing that I have in mind for AEW is, um, is, okay, let's, okay, let's, let's put things first. Okay. They had a very good crowd over and, um, over in, what is it? Not not Laredo, but like they were in El Paso Wednesday, and it was a very hot crowd, very good crowd. They're waiting for AEW. Um, you know, I love the crowd personally, especially when um when Roosh went against some um, Brian Danielson. The crowd was red hot for Roosh. Of course, it's like north of the border, um, but like it's Texas, and Roosh is like very over like. He's very over, like, you know, in, like, the northern, in, like, the northern half of the border, of course, since, of course, Rushi is, well, he's from Mexico, um, and, uh, yeah, he had a very good match against, um, Brian Danielson, of course, Danielson came off triumphant, but, of course, MJF had to, like, spoil the party, and, okay, this, like, num this is, like, the number one thing from, um, from, like, this episode, number one, MJF. I can I can appreciate you know I can appreciate AEW for putting MJF into the show a lot, um, and like I get it he's a champion but like I felt like they did like you know I felt like they did too much with MJF. Um, of course he you know he had his match against Kanosuke Takeshita, um, very good match of course. Um, it was like of course in my opinion MJF's best match of the year. Um, of course, it's against Kanosuke, so, like, you know, he puts, I mean, he brings the best out of you at, like, you know, at, like, his very young age, um, both fighters, of course, under the age of 30, um, but, yeah, but, like, after the match, MJF, like, you know, he assaulted, well, he beat the crap out of Kanosuke Takeshita's, um, again, um, and, like, you know, it was to the point that Kanosuke Takeshita, had a crimson mask. He was bleeding. Um, like, yeah, I think his forehead was bleeding. So, um, there's that. Um, and then, of course, MJF, he cut, like, you know, he cut a promo. Um, you know, sexual in innuendos. And he basically finessed his way um, from prison. Um, you know, talking about his blue Camaro and stuff. Okay. Um, he had a girl named Liv who was, like, very beautiful, very, like, has, like, you know, very, you know, light brown skin, um, light brown eyes and stuff, like, beautiful black curly hair and shit, um, you know, they, he hit a telephone pole and, and uh, okay, he hit a telephone pole and he heard, like, you know, sirens and stuff, um, and JF was, like, driving his beautiful blue Camaro, he basically, you know, switched seats with Liv and he basically finessed his way out of, you know, out of prison. Um, of course, like, I felt like MJF, like, you, you know, that monologue was a bit long, but it did the work, it did the trick, um, it did the trick, and then MJF locked, you know, locked Konosuke and, and Brian Danielson before the match, um, against Roosh, um, which was, like, you know, which, well, not, well, not MJF, but, like, I think it was, like, Jose and, like, Jose and El Perro Peligroso, um, Preston Vance, um, they were up to their antics, of course, Danielson, like, he, you know, he got out, he escaped the door, um, from, of the trainer's room, and, like, he, you know, and, of course, MJF was ringside, he was yelling at Aubrey, um, basically telling him to, well, telling her, 
um, while Aubrey telling MJF that, like, okay, I'm going to count slow. MJF telling Aubrey, telling her um, that, okay, um, like, you got to count faster. And, like, Aubrey Edwards was just, like, counting, like, to six or eight. And by the time it was, you know, six to eight, um, Danielson came back to the ring and MJF was was on uh, ah damn it MJF was on commentary the match happened hot crowd for Roosh um Danielson won though and of course MJF assaulted him again um and like I just felt like you know I appreciate what I appreciate um AEW for doing this but at the same time it just felt a bit too much um, like I said, with the Sai Kamatani Momo Watanabe match, they did a bit too much with, like, the table spot and the, you know, and, like, trying to counter and stuff. This, they, I felt a bit, I mean, this I felt they, like, with the show, I felt like they b- did a bit too much with MJF, so, uh, yeah. And, um, of course, there's, like, Jamie Hayter going against the Bunny, um, Jamie Hayter beat, like, Jamie Hayter beat the Bunny, and, of course, like, Tony Storm and, like, and Soraya, they, you know, they beat the crap out of Leva Bates, our librarian, um, our beloved librarian, um, and, uh, yeah, they spray-painted her with the letter L, like, of course, it's, like, like, they're redoing this, like, Nikki Bella page feud from, like, 2015, where, like, Nikki Bella spray-paint, Nikki and Brie Bella spray-painted page, only this time it's Soraya and Tony Storm spray-painting spray the letter L and shit, like, come on now. And I understand, like, they're trying to do, like, this whole, you know, this whole AW Originals versus, versus, um, versus, um, W, ah, oh, damn it, I said versus a lot there. I'm trying to, like, compose my sentences and shit, but I understand they're trying to do this AEW Originals as baby faces going against some um, WWE Exiles with the Exiles being the heel and stuff. I understand that, but it's, it's like, I don't know, there's just something missing, or at least I think that there's something missing, um... But we'll see how the we'll see how the feud um you know how it turns out like it could be that Britt Baker's playing five dimensional chess and she's gonna turn on Jamie Hader but we have to see the rest of the feud we have to see the rest and uh, lastly the main the main event of course this is like without saying I mean I'm not gonna like go on the show without mentioning um the trios match between the elite and uh and uh, top flight with Ar Fox that was a very good trios match I loved it. Um, but, yeah, um, the main event, the Guns versus, um, the Acclaim, the Acclaim, um, the Acclaim, of course, putting out raps, um, dissing the Ass Boys and shit, um, you know, and, of course, the Ass Boys, on the other side, they were, like, you know, they were just, like, they were just, like, standing there nonchalantly, um, I appreciate AEW for putting, um, you know, for putting the belts on Billy and Colton, uh, not Billy, Billy the dad. I appreciate them putting the belts on Colton and, um, and Austin Gunn. However, however, like, it's, I don't know, it's only gonna bring back FTR, and FTR is gonna be baby faces and stuff, and they're gonna get cheered and stuff, like, I mean, I had better plans fantasy booking wise, but like, I mean, now it's like, okay, I get it. They're gonna like, I don't know. Like, it's giving me like, you know, it's giving me more questions to ask than like, you know, questions being answered. 
Um, I think, like, with the guns, they're a good tech team, but, like, the the guns over, like, you know, over, like, other, other teams, like, in the tag division, like, um, you know, like, Penta and Ray, other teams, like, you know, Santana and Ortiz, who are still, who, well, they had their problems, but, like, you know, they fixed them, but, like, they fixed it, I guess, um, like, out of all the teams, the guns, tag team champions, I get it. I get it for storyline purposes. I get that, like, FCR is going to, like, you know, beat them, you know, and they're going to ride, like, you know, they're going to ride off San Francisco, like, you know, they're going to ride out of San Francisco out to the sunset with the tag team championships. I get it, but the acclaimed, the, I mean, like, the acclaimed losing the belts to the ass boys. Funny. I mean, I mean, I don't have, like, too much of a problem with it. But, like, I just have, like, too many questions, though. So, uh, yeah. And, like, where does Tough Life fit, fit into all this? Because, like, kind of, because, like, I would have preferred, like, Double or Nothing. Like, you know, um, the claim keeping the belts. You know, but the whole, but, like, FTR being there just, like, throws it out of proportion. So, yeah. I mean... My, like, I thought, like, it was going to be, um, or at least, like, I would have booked it as, like, F, like, um, nah, fuck. I'm trying to, like, get my thoughts together. But for Double or Nothing, I would have booked it to be a triple threat TLC match between the Guns, the Claimed, and Top Flight. And Top Flight being, um, you know... Tough like getting the belts off the acclaimed. I would have had the acclaimed um, you know, take um had the belts for like until until double or nothing. And then I would have had Top Flight with like, you know, with a good run before they lost to like a heelish FTR. Um but I get it though. I get it. You have to build up for you know, they you they have to build up for build up for all out and which is probably gonna be CM Punk versus Omega if all parties agree to it. Um but yeah, it's like, and like, not only that, but like the possibility of like, okay, the guns, okay, the guns are the champions, but like, what if they lose it in revolution, but to the acclaimed, then like that whole title reign is just going to like be pointless, so, you know, if they lose it, to, if they lose it to the acclaimed or they have a rematch against the acclaimed, but, uh, but yeah, but Overall, like, I think, like, you know, it's, like, this episode, it was good. It, it was, it had a very good hot crowd. But booking, it's, like, it's, it's, it's okay, I guess. I mean, it's all right. It's, it's all right. It's all right. But now we go to, like, the build-up to, like, Revolution. And, like, it's, I don't know, like, it's a bit iffy, but... Everything's gonna pan out, so uh, yeah, everything's gonna everything's gonna pan out eventually. Um, hopefully, we find someone that can beat Jake Cargill. Hopefully, like this whole storyline between um between the WWE Exiles and the um and the AW Originals. Hopefully, like that, you know. Hopefully, it's like gets built up, like you know, it gets built up and like it gets built up into like a very solid storyline. And hopefully, like this whole you know and like I. So far, I kind of like the build up to to Brian Danielson and MJF. Um, of course, MJF is going to cheat during that during that match, but hopefully, the rest of the build up is good. Um, and uh, yeah, that's like basically all 
Um, that's all I got to talk about today, wrestling wise. So tonight there's SmackDown. Um, also followed following SmackDown. There's Rampage. There's gonna be like I think the main event to like battle the battle. You know, battle of the Valley. Um, the New Japan show they're gonna be holding in San Jose. Um, there's gonna be a press conference. Highly how it's gonna be a highly anticipated press conference between Kyrie and Mercedes Monet. Um. The former Sasha Banks, of course, that's going to be very highly anticipated. Of course, there's the match between Hikaleo and Jay White. Loser leaves town essentially. Um, it's a, it's a, it's an exciting time. You know, of course, you got No as well. They're killing it with Kaito um, as champion. Um, and like, hopefully, there's a match between Kazuchan Okada. Uh, I'm just calling him Kazuchan. Damn it, that's never gonna escape me. That that shit's never gonna escape me. Um, Kasuchiko Kata going against Kaito Kiyomiya. That's hopefully, hopefully they made that a match. If not, it is what it is. Um, Naito going against Great Muda. And of course, we got Stardom. Stardom is like, it's still an exciting time. Hemika's gonna like, you know, she's gonna like, um, have her, you know, her last ride against, um, Risa Sarah and the Micah. Um, you know, the trios, okay, the Triangle Derby is still going on, um, it's still, you know, it's, it's a very good time, you know, and Tej, like, Tej is slowly but surely coming back from their, um, you know, coming back from, from their slump, hopefully their booking is like, you know, hopefully their booking is like better, um, and, and, they're, and they're coming to, you know, they're coming to Los Angeles. So, like, if you're in the Los Angeles area, um, you should get yourself tickets to, like, the TJPW show. Um, Makito's going to be there. All your favorites are going to be there, um, with the exception of Palm, of course. Um, but still, um, it's still going to be a good show, hopefully, regardless. And, um, and yeah, Mania, we, Mania Weekend's around the corner. The Super Bowl's around the corner. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl, though, but only because I think they're, like, the better team overall, but, yeah, um, yeah, that's, like, enough, that's all my thoughts on, like, wrestling and whatnot, and, uh, yeah, that's enough of, like, this three-part trilogy episode of the Romp and Stomp Wrestling Podcast on February 10th. Um, if you like this episode or you want to see more of me or you want to hear more of my wrestling takes, um, I'm, um, I'm on Anchor, of course, um, you know, Black Hat Sammy, if you want to follow me on Twitter and just like chill out, um, you know, I post nonsense on Twitter. Um, follow me at Black Hat Sammy. And uh, yeah, um, that's enough for today. And I'll catch you. And, and yeah, I'll catch you guys later. But for now, I'm going to try to. S- I'm going to try to see if I can find myself riding off into the sunset, but it's rainy. So, and my nose is nasally because I've been dealing with a cold. But hey, we're here. We made it. Like episode 56 for 58, all in the span of like, you know, an hour and a half. And uh, yeah, we've done it. Or at least I've done it. So yeah, I'll catch you guys on the other side of the tracks. Deuces.